Hello and welcome to the Sunday Bet Fair Edge. Wherever you may be, right around the country. Sunday fun day thanks to Betfair. Betfair's on your side for footy finals. Chances are you are about to lose. Sort of bit of tears for fears to kick us away this morning. Big weekend in sport. Footy finals right around the country. Racing's fired up. Who better to have on and chat to than one of the superstars from Betfair, formerly of this station. We absolutely... Yeah, formerly of this station. Oh, jeez. We absolutely love him. His name is Darren Park, and I'm not sure what happened there, but... I'm not sure what happened there. Have I got you, Dash? That's not why I've got a big echo there, my friend. Well, I've got a big echo. Hearing myself back, so I might try to... So- yeah. No, that's a lot better. How are you, yeah. my friend? No, that's a no, lot better. it's not well, at all. Going very no, well. How are you, um, We might have to just hold Dash there and get someone in from Bops just to to try and get that off. I'm not sure what's happened there. A little gremlin in the system this morning, but nothing out of the ordinary. On a Sunday morning, I'd love to hear from you. 499 736 736, that's 0499 736 736. I need your highlight of the weekend. What did you enjoy? What was your favourite game? Was it NRL? Was it AFL? Have you been watching the cricket? What did you make of Imperatrice there at Mooney Valley? Uh, They broke the track record yesterday, Imperatrice. Nothing short of outstanding. I'm just going to run through your weekend recap for you. If you didn't catch it earlier on Thursday night, Collingwood took care of the team in 60-53, to 53, a seven-point margin there. And then a thriller on Friday night, Carlton 74 took care of the Sydney Swans up by six points there at the MCG. And St Kilda, we'll get to dash about that in a minute, but uh, they failed to turn up, really, the Saints, didn't they? They were in it for a bit, and then the Giants ran away with it. They looked nothing short of superb. The Giants, 101-77, to 77. and then last night... Um, I did get in a bit of strife on Power Nation for saying pull out the yellow tape. This is a crime scene because they got destroyed, Port Adelaide. 123 to 75 in a clinical finals performance by Brisbane. And they did it really without a couple of their uh, major players firing. So uh, their list looks deep and Brisbane look like they are well and truly on their way. Um, NRL, probably wait to talk to Dash about that a little bit though, but uh, Roosters beat the Sharks 13-12. Um, what have we got? The Panthers took care of the Warriors 32-6. to And the Broncos, I mean, what happened with the Storm? What happened there? Not surely there. I think we should get Darren Parkin on now. Just make sure there's no echo again. Here we go. No, don't, something wrong in the system there with a little gremlin. So if you can just get Bob's down here, I'm going to throw to a break pretty shortly anyway. The horse racing. What did you make of it? Imperatrice breaks the track record. Giga kick. Were you in the Giga kick camp? Were you in it? 0499736736. Did it not handle the valley? What happened? Why Why did Giga kick um, miss the kick? Imperatrice. Oh, that's a stellar, stellar, stellar performance. What did you make of Stepati? Um uh, Scotty from Bayswater said Sammy Holland's tip on Friday. Uh, not really. Yeah, if that is for you, Scotty, totally. That's fine, mate. Um, we can go for it. But I'm thinking more sport-related, buddy. Did you have a player in any com? 0499736736. Also, also uh, what about what about the lay-bin? What goes in the lay-bin? I mean, the biggest story uh, going around at the moment, we've got Charmstone. Uh, not Charmstone. We've got uh, Braden Maynard. 
um, as I'm reading the text about Charmstown. Braden Maynard, what happens there? What are your thoughts? This, it's going to be a big story, huge story. Dominate crunch time a bit later on today. They said that the uh, Matty T said Charmstone's three wide, no cover, and Storm Time was uh, his highlight. Well, Charmstone ran a quicker time than Stapati, which was nothing short of just phenomenal. Uh, highlights yet to come. Mine and Jim from Mafra's Horse Boss Queen runs today, sale in race eight. It's a chance. Shannon in Bonnells Bay. Um, Imperatrice is awesome. GWS in. Impressive. Looking forward to a masterclass this afternoon from the A-team. Good on you, Joe from Forest Hill. We're bringing Darren Parkin now. Hello, Dash. Gee whiz, we're not having a lot of luck this morning, are we? Well, we'll do our absolute best. Um, I'm just trying to get Dash up on the phone line. But, uh, yeah, sometimes these things happen. Labin coming up, 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736, big edition of the lay-bin. We've got a lot of sport to talk about. I know Darren Parkin's raring to go, but unfortunately we're just having a problem with the line at the moment, which can always happen. Wallabies, the Storm, where are they at? Where are the Storm at? Well, let's bring in Darren Parkin. And look, fifth time lucky. Hello, Dash. G'day, yeah, sometimes... uh... You need four or five cracks, but we got there in the end. And, yeah, it's a tr- tremendous day of sport. And, obviously, all four finals done. We used to have a Sunday final back in the day, but uh, they're all in the book this time. And, yeah, it was a, a pleasant afternoon at the MCG yesterday, apart from the result. Uh, yeah, that's a, apart from the result for you. But we've seen a lot of – I mean, the Storm got got a touch-up. Um, the St Kilda got a touch-up. Port Adelaide, very popular in Adelaide. The only South Australian team in it. They got a touch-up. It was a weekend of uh, of hidings. Yeah, and obviously the Melbourne Storm one was a bit of a surprise. They were playing a team that they've owned in recent years in the, the Broncos. They beat them convincingly the week before in the final round. And uh, obviously it's one of those rare scenarios where two sides play each other in consecutive weeks. And, and the Broncos, it's a hell of a way to snap the streak. And, and for the Storm... Uh, insult to injury with Ryan Pappenhausen's shocking injury. Um, obviously, they're going to struggle to recover from the loss. And then, obviously, to have one of their star players go down with a significant injury really hurts them. And that's been reflected significantly in, in premiership calculations uh, across the comp with um, Brisbane, obviously, have had a tremendous season, shortening even further on, on their efforts into about 262 behind only the Panthers. And the Storm have blown out to 1550. So, uh, the path to the flag for them is much harder. So who is, can you just run through the NRL market then for us for Betfair? Yeah, so two-horse race according to Betfair. Penrith, $2.28, looking for a three-peat. They've been probably the best side in the comp for four years. They lost the grand final the year before that as well. Then the Broncos, who are hosting a prelim at 262. And then you go to the Storm at 15.50, so it's a fair way back. And then Newcastle at 16.50. The Roosters and the Warriors at 22s. And the Raiders at 120 to 1, who are still to play. Um, let's turn our attention to the AFL. Did any of these results, I just imagine Brisbane Lions off the back of their win would have had to have shortened in the market. Yeah, you almost look at them and think in terms of what they would be in a grand final, so that the expectation from here would be that they'll probably... Miles Fitzner, Darren Parkin. Sunday Betfair Edge, all thanks to Betfair. Betfair is on your side this spring. Chances are you are about to lose. Free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Nothing like a bit of Coldplay to get us going, Dash. But, 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 this is not what the people come for on a Sunday, my friend. They don't come...
to hear Coldplay. They come for their lay-bin, and here it is. Radio Dash, do you want the new ball? I've got some odd ones. I, I can take I can take the new ball. Yep. I'm certainly not laying cold play. I'll, I'll happily have them come yeah. out of the break <laughs> any day of the week. Yeah, mate. Um, I'll start off with a personal one. I'll lay the uh, the clowns that were in the crowd behind me at the MCG yesterday trying to ruin it for everyone. But anyway, that's a story for another day. That, that, uh, that it yeah. always, you can always get someone, can't you, that sits around you that you just go, wow. There's one person that yeah. makes it interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's always a few, but I guess if there's 70,000 there, you're going to find a couple. But a, a bit of a left field one. I don't know if anyone watched the UFC, but America's Chris Radke. Uh, I'm laying him. He, he won his fight in Sydney and then turned around and told all of the crowd in Australia to effectively go and get nicked or go and get effed. And then they, oh. threw, beer, they threw beer cups at him and it ended up being a farcical scene. But probably not a good idea away from home to be uh, taunting the crowd like that. So, uh, yeah, Chris Radke can get in the bin. But he's not the sort of bloke that um, needs to worry about walking to the car park, though, Dash. No, <laughs> I don't think anybody... There'll be no Shooter McGavin type stuff going on. <laughs> no, no one's going and confronting him on it. <laughs> no, no, I think he, he'll get away with that. And he, even if he walks out with all this blood all over his face, that's probably another reason to sort of say, no, I'll just take a bit of a wide berth, I think. I'm, I'm laying the... These farcical opinions on now, I'm not, I'm completely undecided on the Braden Maynard Brayshaw yes. thing. But, you know, people are like, you know, he's, he's knocked him unconscious, he should be getting 10 weeks, and then the other people are saying he should get off. I just don't think there's any level of r- rationale about how people are looking at this. <laughs> like, I it's, agree. Either, it's either 10 weeks yeah. or they're getting off. Yeah, they've made it too clear, Card. I, I agree. It's, the opinions are one way or the other. People are saying absolutely no case to answer or won't play again this season. And I'm like, well, it's a bit more complicated than that because it's a football act where he's trying to smother. Brayshaw has run a little bit close to the mound on the mark. Maynard's been in the air. So they've got to assess whether he had an option to pivot, whether he had an option to avoid contact. But it's not straightforward by any means. Um Obviously, they, they put it into boxes in terms of severe and high, and that, that spits out a number of weeks. But that's why it's gone straight to the tribunal. So, yeah, I reckon those that have been one extreme or the other are missing what is, I think, one of the more difficult tribunal cases of recent time. They've got a few people off the text, sport-related. Adam in Montrose laying Morfittville Parks. Yeah, I don't know. The Valley in the Parks yesterday, I mean, they were completely on their head. You could go five deep and win, which is not really what you get there. Um, I'm laying Port Power's reappointment of Ken Hinckley from Matt. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, back, yeah. Backboard, Willie Pike rode four winners um, and placed in every ride. Toddy from Perth. Here we go. This is stuff we need. Shawnee from Perth. Um, I'm laying people with personalised number plates. Couldn't agree more. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's a bit of a, um, pardon the expression, but it's a bit of a, a wanker indicator. If that oh, makes yeah, sense. absolutely, <laughs> Dash. Yeah. Absolutely. I've got a couple. I've got a couple. Um, you know when you sit on a plane and you've got headphones in and I'm one of those operators that, you know, you're on a plane and that's I use that as an opportunity to get a rest. From yeah. Like I don't sleep on planes, but it gives me a break from life. Yeah. So if I'm flying to Adelaide, I've got an hour and 20 minutes where I can, I don't have to talk, but the people that sit next to you that insist on striking conversation, 
So I would always say, hi, how are you going? Roll around, have a chat. But you sort of, if you've got your headphones in and you're in something, you, like they'll tap you and you pull an earphone out and yes, and then the headphone goes back in. Like is that not an indicator as in like I'm in my own, do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, then, or if you're or if you're working, I had one where I was flying interstate to call a game a couple of years ago, and I had all my notes out and my paperwork and going through all these stats, and and, and obviously people might find that somewhat fascinating, and they're asking a thousand questions about, oh yeah, this bloke's pretty good, and this bloke's that, and by the time you get there, you haven't done a thing. So, yeah. like, if, you, if you can tell someone's buried in a book or they've got notes out or they're on a computer or something, it's like they're probably busy. So, um, yeah, or, or yeah, if they've got their headphones on, that's almost an indication. That's like if you're walking past the people that shop you and stop you in shopping centres. As soon as you pick up the phone, they leave you alone. Yeah. So it, um, yeah, I think there needs to be that this person's got headphones in. Uh, that's a no-go. That's zone. a no-go zone. Um, yeah. I noticed this last night. Finished the footy last night. I got home. I was trying to flick through, and you'd know this. After calling a game of footy, you sort of got this weird level of tiredness and adrenaline, so you can't really just go straight to sleep. Um, mm. So I was like, I'll put something on. Now there are too many streaming services: Stan, Binge, Amazon. You know, um, what are all the others? Bumble, Prime, Prime, whatever. Yeah. All these streaming services. There's too many. Bring back Blockbuster, I reckon. It was that easy. <laughs> it was that it there was one you could go and pick. I mean, I've got Netflix. I, I don't reckon I've watched Netflix in look, three months. There's nothing to watch. Like you sort of go through and it's too many. Too many streaming yeah, services. And you have a feeling sometimes you get a you know, you want to watch a movie that's old or something like that and this is a completely random one, but I wanted to watch a racer, the Arnie movie the other day and You've got to pay for that one. I'm like, that movie was made in 1996. Like, why am I paying for that? Yeah. Surely that's one of those freebies on a streaming service. But, yeah, I mean, the, the blockbuster days, there was nothing more shattering than if a new release came out and you went down with the parents and you saw the sticker, sorry, I'm out, or sorry, I'm rented, on the old uh, video, and you're like, well, I'm going to have to wait a week and maybe next Saturday we'll get to watch this one. It was a, uh, a painful experience of childhood, but, um, but at the same time one of those special things where you had to sort of uh, hope that it was available. Exactly. But, but this led me, because I couldn't, there's all these streaming services, I went, all right, don't worry about it. I'll just jump on my phone, rest my pillow on my head, and I'll scroll for a bit. And you know when you get caught in these reels on TikTok or Instagram yeah. or whatever, just to just to get away from your life? I went reel after reel or, or video after video, whatever they're called, or tweet after tweet. And it's, it's social media telling me, you know, how I should live my life, as in like... <laughs> get up and 6am and clean, healthy living and, and, you know, you should be having these ice bars and activate some sort of fat-burning thing. Like, I've had half a hot dog and a packet of Doritos in the last 24 hours of my life um, <laughs> and probably two cans of Coke. Social media don't need to tell me how to live my life. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's almost and like the, it's, you're prompted yeah. to clean, healthy. Like, yes, you should be healthy, but not everyone's like that. Let me do and my... Everything- Stuff. Everything connected where I'm going on online to either buy toys for the baby or toys yeah. for the dog or something like that and completely innocent stuff. You've got all the privacy settings turned off and then you go on Facebook for the next three weeks and there's 47 ads about buy this for your baby, buy this for your dog, buy this for etc. And you're like, well, you know, it shows that Big Brother is certainly listening in. So well, You don't have to. Yeah. Like, you could... I'll, um, was going to book golf and I was talking on the phone. I rang three people about golf and I very rarely use Facebook. 
Like yeah. it wouldn't be once a week. And I've opened up my Facebook and every ad was about where I could go play golf. <laughs> like unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, you'd, you'd hope that um, Zuckerberg would, would shut down at least some of those. But, but Twitter's starting to do similar stuff as well. Some of the videos that get shared via that as well related to what you've been looking at. And it, it's almost become just a, a giant advertisement and not worth what it used to be. So, yeah, I know we sound old, but 100% like that. <laughs> hey, we've got a few people chiming in. Bumble, a streaming service for you, Miles. Too good. Yeah, Bumble, Hinge, you know, all of those, all those <laughs> streaming services. I was going to say, when I heard that, it kind of raised the eyebrows a bit. I'm like, is that one of them? I just wouldn't have thought so. Uh, big fellas putting the young kids at the lines on the backboard, uh, performing last night, stepping up when required, the exactly big fella. Um, people that arc up if you recline your seat on an overseas flight. Yeah, you've got every right to put your seat back on an overseas flight. Domestic, though, I don't know. No, put- Is there a limit on domestic? Like if you're flying to Sydney, it's one hour. If you're flying to Perth, it's four. Is Perth acceptable? Uh I don't think domestic. Maybe on a red eye when you want to sleep. I don't yeah, know maybe. Be there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm laying all the punters that don't understand the valley. Isn't it the same as it isn't the same as your wide tracks? Giga was always going to struggle. No, nah, I don't think that's correct, Robbo. I don't think that's I mean, correct. There certain, yeah, there are certain characteristics of the valley, like the short straight and the tight turns, but it, that wasn't so much the factor yesterday. I think you, you expect those certain things. You don't want to be on the wrong leg going around the corner and all of that type of stuff. But yeah, yesterday was a little bit different. Uh, Daddy from Muraduck. Is it Muraduck or Muraduck? Or a duck, yeah, right. South Australian here. Uh, following <laughs> on from streaming service Labian, streaming services for watching sport. Uh, I, I had to watch Liverpool on three different streaming services to watch them play in a final on the Champions League. Yeah. Who, the most, the, the, sorry, the consistently go. most unreliable streaming service, unfortunately, is KO, um, where I could easily sit down and watch Stan and Netflix and Prime uninterrupted. But if I want to put the footy through the TV on a Chromecast or something via KO and yeah. it buffers every 30 seconds, I just don't see how they haven't got it figured out like everybody else. It's incredibly frustrating. And, and even Optus, if you want to throw them in, used to be free if you're an Optus customer, but now they slug you for that as well if you want to watch Premier League. Yeah, I don't know. I wish if someone should come out with a thing where you can, it's like a price where you can have every streaming service. Yeah, then you don't need the accounts Netflix. for them. You can just go, I want these 10. And Netflix closing the loophole where, obviously, with most of them, you can give an email to someone and you, you sort of kind of share them with each other. It's like, I'm paying for Stan, but I'll give that to you. You're paying for Prime, you'll give that to me. Netflix has set up that household thing where you can only have the services within the one house. Yeah. So that's, um, that's incredibly frustrating. Um, yeah, but I guess it's, they're within their rights to do that, but it is annoying. Um, someone's laying the referendum. I'm sick of hearing about it. Look, we'll probably agree. Yeah. I'll probably agree, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of those people with elections where I'm like, I'll get to the day and vote, but I don't want to hear about it before or after. Oh, mate. It's like, and this time of year when we've got so many things happening, it's it's specifically picked and targeted. Um, why don't they make it in the middle of January, you know, when, yeah. when no, no one's got anything on? <laughs> All we're yeah, doing is going to the beach. Before Christmas or but something. That's, what, that's why they've done it. Um, hmm. Pounding behind uh, Globe would have gone from Swanee for the lay-bin, recline any time on flights four hours and longer. Yeah, As, yeah. Maybe, maybe four hours is the limit. But I don't think you have to leave your country. Interesting, because New Zealand, I think, is a shorter flight than Perth. So, yeah, we're getting into a grey area there. Um, 
uh, Adam said, I opened Facebook as you lads were mentioning Bumble. First thing I saw was an ad for Bumble. Big brother. Oh, well, on that, now I'm getting creeped out. Let's jump to the news. Uh, Darren Parkin joining me. Oh, welcome back to the Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Darren Parkin with you. Right around the country, all thanks to Betfair. Betfair is on your side this spring. Chances are you are about to lose. Hey, Dash, before we get stuck in maybe some Brownlow and some finals for next week, any drifters you want to mention yesterday? Yeah, I wanted to mention red card. It was a red card for punters in the last at Rose Hill. They were super keen in the last on Smashing Eagle, who shortened from $6.40 into $3.90 in 15 minutes. And red card at the same time went from $2.44 out to $3.35, which is a big drift. And then Red Card has secured the win ahead of Smashing Eagles. So they misread that one, the punters, and, and get the Red Card for that. And it wasn't a great day for Firmers. If you look at Hale Manhattan at Doombin, 7.40 into 4.20, ran unplaced. Galifianakis, 2.52 into $1.76, ran second. And uh, Zapatio at Rose Hill, 2.76 into $2 and ran third. So... The firmers and drifters weren't that accurate yesterday, with the exception of Giga Kick, who drifted a fair bit before the jump and ultimately ran third. Yeah, it was one of those days. One of those days mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, and there's probably a few horses that might have been undone by patents. There was a couple that were very unlucky early. Autumn Angel in the first at Mooney Valley. I mean, we were on Alpine Flyer at Morville Parks in a big way too, and that was just an absolute horror watch. Hey, can we touch on... Uh, yeah, let's touch on the, the next week's AFL finals market. So uh, what have we got? Melbourne, Carlton and Port Adelaide and GWS. Fairly similar markets. Melbourne are $1.71. Carlton at $2.38 in that head-to-head for the Friday night final. Port Adelaide slightly shorter at home at $1.64. GWS at $2.50. They played probably three weeks ago at the Adelaide Oval and Port won convincingly. Obviously, the Giants were missing a couple of small forwards in that game and have kicked on a bit since then as well. But uh, who do you like more at the value, Carlton at two thirty-eight against Melbourne or GWS at two fifty against Port? I, I re- you know what? I reckon they're both overs. Yeah. I think they're yeah. both overs. Um GWS, that's a silly price for what they did to St Kilda after Port Adelaide copped a hiding. That's yeah, stupid. Yeah, Port's midfield got exposed big time. I think um, David King, his quote was something like their premiership profiles as fake as a $3 coin or, or something of that nature. Oh, he'd um, love that. Like, they'd come for Kingy too. Yeah, they will. They will. But look, it's hard to hide in finals. Uh, I think Ross Lyon, quite correctly, in the press conference yesterday, said that finals are the ultimate audit. Um, and that was probably evident for a few teams. Um, uh, what about the Brownlow market? So Nick Dacos, who got as short as a dollar sixty prior to his injury, he's a three dollar twenty second favourite now. Bontempelli has just edged ahead of him at three ten. So. They're the two, and then there's a bit of value. So Zach Butters has actually come in to third favourite. He's replaced Petrarca, so Butters at 680, Petrarca at 740. It's always funny that sometimes you'll you'll see a player play well in a final and they're odd short, and even though they can't get votes, uh, Butters 680, Petrarca 740. And then Lockie Neal, still value at 15. Our Brownlow yep. predictor has him only one vote behind. And at $15 compared to, say, 310, 320, as a proven vote getter and a former winner, that's still really good value. Well, I'm on at 26s, and I keep telling people to do this. If you can get that price now, at some point in the night, during the Brownlow medal, Lockie Neal will be a 5 or a $6 chance. 
And he's a dollar sixty to finish top five, which feels like finding money in the street in yeah, a way. It's free money. Yeah. Responsibly, of course. So. Yes, and he's $2.88 top three. So, um, yeah, all of those look appealing. But, yeah, I'd be um, – if you wanted to have a little nibble on the brown low, I would be saying you can backlock your Neil and then you wait until he gets into three or four bucks and then lay him out. It's, yep. It's a, he'll, look, he'll look a legitimate chance at some point. Of course, he may even win, but he'll look a legitimate chance for sure. Um, we, got, we got an NRL match today, don't we? Newcastle v Canberra. We do. Um, obviously, that's the, the second of the knockout matches. We, we had the, the one yesterday where the Sharks were rolled, but Newcastle, all the raids are in tremendous form. They're a dollar twenty, and Canberra five dollars ninety in that head-to-head, which is pretty long odds for a final. It must be said. Uh, Steve, quick to talk some tennis. Did you have a look at any of that? I know that he'll run through about uh, most of it, but she's Coco Goff. Yeah, tremendous win. 12 wins in a row. And she beat Iga Sviontek, the former world number one, and then Arena Savalenka, the current world number one, and came from a set down. She got to about $4 in the run uh, and then was able to topple Savalenka, who had a pretty tough last hour in that match. So great win for Coco and tremendous form. And I think if you're beating the players she beat, then you've well and truly earned the title. Dash, anything else you want to touch on uh, before I let you go and jump to a break? Because I'll get Steve Quick on the other side of this. Is something that you're looking forward to in the next week or two? I know that your your, your beloved Saints are no longer there. Um, you should have Probably. seen John Donahoe walking through the building here last night. He's a shell of a human. It would have slid under the door. You wouldn't have even had to open it. I think no. it would have been that uh, would have been that low. But yeah, I'm just keen to see how those AFL markets move. I get the feeling Carlton in particular will shorten a little bit. I still think Melbourne will get them, but Carlton a big chance. And yeah, I just want to observe over the next few days how those the two thirty eight on Carlton and the two fifty on GWS move. I didn't think that Carlton were all that great, and they still won. Agreed. And, that, and that's yeah. that's the scary bit because when teams yep. aren't playing well and they win. Um, if they can get, you know, Paddy Cripps wasn't unbelievable. You know, they didn't have, I'd be hard pressed to pick their best players outside of like Weedering. Yeah, and conversely, Melbourne did a lot right and lost, which yeah. is a worry for them as well. So um, I still think it'll it'll sort itself out like it tends to. But yeah, that'll be a very tight game. Carlton will look a winner at some point in that night for sure. Hey, Dash, appreciate you jumping on with me this morning, my friend. Go well. I uh, hope the family are well and uh, probably have you on next week. Absolutely. Enjoy. Darren Parkin, he's an absolute ripper, Dash. And uh, look, he would have been tough. He's a Madsen Kilda man, as are a lot of people that are SEN employees or former SEN employees. The Saints seem to run through Huey, JD. It's a rough old day for them. But look, my team didn't even make it. So um, you don't go and rub it in. I know Tags does, but I choose not to. Uh, We're going to jump to a break. On the other side of this, Steve Quick to talk all things US Open. Miles Fitzner on the Betfair Edge on a Sunday. Betfair, on your side this spring. Make sure you always gamble responsibly. And I will get to your text before the end of the show. Welcome back to the Betfair Edge on a Sunday. To be loved. 11.48. Miles Fitzner with you. All thanks to Betfair is on your side this spring. Chances are you are about to lose. Stack a text, though, but I've got Steve Quick on the line from Ace Previews. Go follow him on Twitter. He's a jet. Now, when it comes to tennis... There is no better in the business at punting on tennis than this man. Hello, Steve-o. Oh, I nearly had him. These gremlins this morning. Hello, Steve-o. Have we got him? Steve, quick. You there, mate? I'll just pass him back to court and see whether or not if he's still on the line. Stack of text. Hey, boys, what's the go with the races starting so late? Well, we're going through till six on trackside. 
So seven hours straight of me. If you don't like me, you might as well change the station because you don't have a you don't have a choice. <laughs> I'll see if uh, if I can get. I can't get Steve down the bottom there now. Coit might have to release him for me. Uh, oh gee whiz, Josh. I'll get to your text shortly. Steve, have I got you? I don't quite have Steve there. We've got a few issues here with the panel this morning, but I'll try and get Steve shortly. A few off the text machine. Hey, boys, what's the go with the racist? Uh, what team do you support, Milo? Corey in Adelaide? Uh, well, Adam, I'm a Geelong supporter, so got September off, but I'm going for the Baggers and for Brisbane. They're the two that I want to come. I backed Neil seven times during the year for the Brownlow. Top price of 29. Keen to lay him off during the night. James, that's just smart money, my friend. Absolutely smart money. Uh, I'm... Being told that I've got Steve Quick on the line now. We'll try him one more time. Hello, Steve-o. Yeah, I don't think we can get Steve. We might have a bit of a problem with the phone lines here, Court. Um, Rightio, we'll get to the text machine. Anyone who drives their car with a mask on, and they're the only person in the car, get in the bin. Yeah, totally agree, Adrian. We might have to grab um, Steve. I'll see if we can get Steve at the start of, uh, of the trackside show as we're running out of time rapidly here. On the Betfair Edge. Uh, middle of January is near Australia Day. Not the best time, said Shannon. Oh, well, look, I just said put it somewhere else, maybe. Um, what else have we got? What else have we got? Adam in Montrose laying the CFMEU. All different sorts of reasons. Adam said GWS will beat Port and Bont wins the Brownlow from Adam in Montrose. Look, the way Port Adelaide played, you can't go past it. JD and myself and Josh Jenkins called the game last night for Power Nation and Port, they showed the glimpse, but once it opened up, they just almost didn't have the legs to go with and no firepower up forward. So really hard in finals uh, to win if you don't have the firepower up forward. 0499 736 736. Here we go. Hey, Milo, I need your advice. I had a $1 multi on the four NRL and AFL games. I only need Newcastle to win to collect $37 for my $1 investment. My current cash-out offer is $24. Do I zig or zag? Louis from Sandgate, that's the perfect question to ask me on this show. Don't go and cash out. Go and lay them out at Betfair. You can go and lay Newcastle out on Betfair. That's exactly what you do. And it'll show you the amount to calculate, so you'll guarantee the return. Um, Never cash out. Rule number one in any multi, to anyone wherever you are right around the country, never, ever, ever, Cash out. The cash out is doing work for you and making a profit. You can go and do it yourself. There are lay calculators all over the internet and it shows you the liability. So say you're going to win a 1000 from a $20 investment, you can go and have 400 and then guarantee yourself a $600 return. Like the calculators will do it for you, but never, ever, ever, ever cash out. My rule number one. Rule number one. Now, admittedly, Newcastle are dollar twenty. I mean, that's probably one for the sake of a dollar, Louis. That you're not losing a lot, are you? So you could probably let ride. But if you want to guarantee the twenty odd, twenty five or thirty bucks or whatever, go and lay it out. That's what you're doing. That's exactly what you do at Betfair because they're on your side this spring. Chances are, you are about to lose. Races are starting late today. Huge cards right around the country. David Taggart, myself, to take you right through your Sunday's racing. Sale, Sunny Coast, Castadon, Dubbo, Gundagai, Kalgoorlie, Devonport, Alice Springs. 
Six hours starting at midday for trackside right around the country. So make sure uh, you saddle up, you get your Sunday setups done right. I know we had Father's Day last week and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that thanks to the team at Makita and Temper. That was magnificent. Gave away uh, five or $5,000 worth of prizes last week. Davos chimed in. He said Newcastle win by plenty. Short enough quote, but strange things do happen in sport though. Strange things happen in sport all the time. You know, I know that we talk a lot of AFL on our racing stations and, and predominantly on a lot of these stations, but one of the best games of football I've ever seen of any code, so soccer, NRL or AFL, was the NRL Grand Final. It was the North Queensland Cowboys, you know, where um, Jonathan Thurston had the kick and went to Golden Point. That's one of the greatest games of sport you'll ever witness, hands down. Hands down. Even if you're not an NRL supporter, go and find that replay. Someone will send me in off the text what year it was. Um, but someone will tell me, tell me what year it is. can't remember. But it was Jonathan Thurston, the North Queensland Cowboys won it. Um, someone will fire in, 0499736736. And uh, Scotty from Bayswater has helped you out here, Louis. He said to the guy asking about cashing out, go use Odds Monkey to calculate the lay amount. Well, there you go. And just head to Betfair. And lay them out. That's all we've got time for on the Betfair Edge. But don't go anywhere. Wherever you are, right around Australia, we have meetings galore, winners galore, and more tips in a can of asparagus on a Sunday. Don't worry about that. We'll be playing tunes, backing winners right throughout the day with the six-timer, the superstar of SEN track, David Taggart. Waiting for him to roll in. He's not here yet, which is interesting. He's a real last-minute operator, D Taggart. He'll walk in. Everyone's tired, on edge, and ready to settle in for the day. All full of firing. And hopefully he's got a few winners up his sleeve. Um, if I had to give you one bet, maybe today, that I do like, I think we can have a same-race multi in race number two at sale. Wolfie should just be winning that race. Finds a really nice one. And we'll put a little same-race multi in there and have a little nibble. Thanks for joining us on the Betfair Edge. Cowboys v Broncos 2016. There it is.